Taste it. Hey, what's on your plate? Is it good? Is it great? Come on, don't hesitate. Sit on down with the unbougie food aid. When you're cooking at home, wanna set the right tone? Just pick up the phone. Sit on down with the unbougie food aid. Folks, this is Wesley Wright, your unbougie foodie. Check out the conversation I'm having with Zena Moses, Jeremy Phipps, and Eugene Harding. They're musicians from New Orleans, and they'll be talking about New Orleans cuisine. In New Orleans, it's like, what you want to eat? You know, you want to come to the house? We cooking this. So uh, let me bring you here to get some po' boys. Let me bring you to get some beignets, and let me. Yeah, seafood ball, you know. Right. It's like that's that's how we welcome. That's how we get to know you over a good dish. You know, a couple of shots of jams, you know, a little beat of hand, but you know, you know what, whatever, you know, a little drink, a little eat, you know, conversation, you know, and that that's that's just such a, a major thing, and it's been a generational thing for decades, for centuries, just you know, just you know that 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 Afrocentric Indian, um, uh, Latin, just so many cultures in one. You know, one even even a seriously huge Vietnamese culture. You know, in yeah, New Orleans. That's a, yeah, yeah, you that's know, a, that's what that's the Yeah, those black yeah. people in in the, the Vietnamese getting together and they yeah. they and taking parts of the yeah. Vietnamese culture. And so, and somebody just posted on my page, well, not my page, but on a feed a, a few days ago. It's fun like Yakimine, and everybody was like, "Heck no!" And I'm like, "No, it actually is. It's 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 a big derivative from that. Exactly. You know, it's you have the broth. You know, um, a beef broth. Um, you have the the vegetables, which will be green onions for Yakimine, right. but they will put like the Brussels sprout, not the Brussels sprouts, the uh, the sprouts and the basil, basil and exactly. the, the jalapeno. Kefir. Yeah, exactly. they will put that in a pho. But we just put green onions and and onions, right. you know, in in a yakimi. And the difference in type of noodles that would actually yeah, be absolutely. used as well. I mean, absolutely. You know, um, it, for pho, probably rice noodles or egg noodles or something like yeah. that. Whereas, you know, with, it's just spaghetti because right. that's what we have. Yeah. <laughs> it's spaghetti. But, but see, you bring up a really great point the, that you when remember how I was just talking. Well, see the audiences know about. We were talking about panadas or empanadas. Yeah. So how it just can take a very simple uh, few ingredients or maybe one dish or whatever to feed an entire group of of people and people will be able to enjoy themselves just from off of that one dish. Well, now I was just going to say, I was going to chime in on that because she was talking about introducing and when you, when, you know, meeting other people and that's a culture, but also in your family, especially if you grew up in a big family. Right. 
You know, like I had four, five guys as big as me. I'm 6'1", 200 pounds. I have six guys my size, and they them. cooking <laughs> the food. So when your mama called, you came and got it. Oh, you didn't have meat. You know, and, you got the potatoes but, and the gravy. You didn't but, have no Not coming from a, a rich family and not having a lot of money, I thought we had we were because my my mother or my grandmother would make huge pots of whatever it was, and they'd be cooking all day. And it seemed like we always had more than enough. Right, exactly. And it wasn't mm -hmm. really expensive. I know now, mm -hmm. you know, it's not about how much expensive. It's just having the ingredients and also ingredients that or there, right? Exactly. You know, because like here, certain things are just not available to you. Ooh, right? yes, because I swear, when Gene Gene came down a little later than us, <laughs> and he was like, "Well, y'all need anything else? I'm, I'm about to get on the train." I'm like, "Yes, Camellia red beans. <laughs> I need bring me about five or six bags of Camellia red beans. Don't bring me no blue runners. Don't bring me nothing in the can. I don't want no bag that say kidney beans. No, oh, I need Lord. Camellia See, okay. red beans." <laughs> That's so interesting that you're saying that because I don't, I don't want yeah. none of that. is there is that much of a difference? Ooh, okay, yes. okay. Because even like yesterday, <laughs> I, I made red beans for the house. Well, I, see, my deal is, you know, I get I get homesick so fast, food wise. You know, I can I can in many which I still time, need to get some of. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> oh, oh, it's there, <laughs> and it's, it's like delicious. But you know, even when we first came to Minneapolis, it was just about like the juicy Lucy, and and we've been to some phenomenal Thai restaurants, and um, you know, we we've been to some good places, but. I kind of wanted to go home and, and, yeah. and burp in my mouth. I want to go home in my mouth. Exactly. <laughs> you know? hey, 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 like, hey. I want my mouth to taste New Orleans. Exactly. You know, so anything that I can get, you know, that can remind me of home. So the first day since it was so cold, and Lord knows we are not adjusted to this cold <laughs> quite yet. People are like, what are you talking about? It's like 60 <laughs> degrees. Yeah, they're wearing shorts. I'm oh, like, she's God. insane. What is wrong with her? Yeah. Like, like Jesus, no socks? Mm. Who doesn't wear socks in 50 degrees? See? You know, like, just 30 degrees, no socks? What's I, going on? I'm just going to say within this group of people here that we're all <laughs> tropical people, and we appreciate <laughs> warmth. Yeah, and understand how mm. yes, well, yeah. yeah. So you know I what? felt the need to make the yaki meat, you know. So I know I got beef here. I know there's spaghetti here. I know there's pretty much all the ingredients that I know to make my yaki meat. Mm. So of course, because I'm in Minneapolis, I felt the need to add a vegetable. And of course, if I took a picture and posted that in New Orleans, like look some yaki meat, they're gonna be yeah, like, like nah. I know you playing like. Uh -uh. Yes, I did some carrots in there, you know, because I just felt the need to, you know, just add some vegetables for my son and whatnot, and it came out, it came out phenomenal. But more than phenomenal, so I'm just yeah, saying, you know, that. it was it was really good. But that is the egg and the green onion is everything. <laughs> like you need your egg. I was egg say something else about New Orleans food since we're talking about that in, in the region. Even though, like some things you can get, and it might just be a lot more expensive. You yeah. can find shrimp. You can find mm. some stuff. Yes, her. But Tasty. certain things you just can't get here at all. They can't even make it because it's it's part of the region, like French bread. You can't even make it because of it's below the sea level. Air mm. and We're the water, below sea level. Everything. And the way they bake it and when they, the the region it makes it more porous. So even if you use the same recipe and they try to make it here, which people have tried, it's not the only place that people tried to make french bread yeah. like new orleans french bread but it comes out thicker like a hoagie roll right and that, that is completely different than a po' boy a french bread loaf 
Understood. And, you know, and, and that's and, what I was trying to figure that out because because uh, Cecil made fresh ciabatta rolls, mm-hmm. and I remember watching something on uh, one of these channels, and the guys was going from different regions of the world getting the water. Because mm. certain water was soft, certain water was hard water. Yeah. Certain, more more had alkaline to, or yeah, something. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it was trying to get the the best water in the best place to make the best piece of dough. Mm. And they did all these different trials. And it, it was a huge difference. Some was more dense. And they had the exact same recipe, but it was just a different type of water that they was using. It was like faucet water, mm. you know. Well, we don't want to talk about the water in New Orleans. Yeah, yeah. I use, I use bottled water to boil my rice. Yeah. I'm like, give me three oh, yeah, gallons. That's, that's like, the land of a million lakes. 10,000? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah gosh, and I, I know. know like in in New Orleans, you don't just drink out the tap at all. No. I remember they like just get some water out the tap. I'm like, now when we was kids, you know, when <laughs> when we was kids, like the you know forties and up, mm-hmm. you know, when we were kids, yeah, we was hitting the holes, we drinking out the exactly. tap. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But now no. I, I tell my son, I, I, don't you do that? Don't you put that in your mouth in the tub? <laughs> don't you do that? <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> I'm like no. The water, yeah, all of that that water makes a difference, man. Oh man. I tell you, oh my goodness! Yeah, so it, it's crazy. Like you know, you you really—I never really thought about that. But even just the whole French bread thing—you're not gonna get that type of bread in a region like this. Do they have po' boys around here? I think it'll be more like the um, Vietnamese so, uh, uh, What that is the the uh, what the Vietnamese po' boys, the Vietnamese sandwich. A bun me sandwich. Yeah, I think it'll be that bread. That'll yeah. be the closest we can get the French bread. Exactly. Exactly. You know? Gosh, man, y'all, uh, do y'all want to school some people more up in uh, here? Yeah, oh, stuff. do you I want to school? A plethora of knowledge nah, on food. Don't, okay. Now, don't go to New Orleans and think that you're going to come back home and try to cook like New Orleans and then put that on your page and tell people this is New Orleans jambalaya and you got some stuff that don't belong in there. Don't do it. Okay. Don't do it. Can I just say something? <laughs> yes, 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 please. If you're going to make gumbo, please do not put tomatoes in it. No Ooh. big old tomato Ooh. chunks. I'm just Aaron. saying. I'm <laughs> Look, just saying. Aaron. <laughs> it's not supposed to be watery. It's not a soup. Oh, I've had a couple soupy red yeah, I'm, make, I'm making gumbo tomorrow. And that was the first thing Aaron said. Could you put tomatoes in oh, it? No. I, I oh, no. I just stopped. I just looked at him with the eyes like, because that it becomes a stew, and even with the red beans, James had some of the red beans, and he said, uh, um, "Oh, I was like," he said, "So you gave me your whole recipe?" I was like, "Of course not. I would never give you my full recipe. I just gave you the basics. <laughs> like, you got to figure that I'll out." I'll teach on your you own. everything you know, not everything exactly. I exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But I, 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 I think I'm just gonna add wine to my version. I'm like, it's not red beans. If you got wine, <laughs> wine <laughs> it's not, like, what are you doing? Well, See, not that's interesting. That's really awesome, though, because you know some folks like you mentioned they'll go to new orleans and then they'll come back and be like oh i know how to do this i know yeah. how to do gumbo i know how to do that and gumbo yeah, is particular yeah. man because there's so many different styles of gumbo you can get filet gumbo okra gumbo um seafood sausage you know all of these different stuff filet and filet is oh don't go crazy with it don't mm, <laughs> it's, it's good and and don't be afraid to use a bay leaf. Yeah. Okay. If you don't it's know like what that is. You okay. don't that's need a, much. You just need one leaf and a little bit of filet. You and don't need much. Well, people, some people are told that, oh, gumbo was what was ever was left over and they just threw it all in. 
and cooked Left it and made over of yeah. the region. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but the region. what happens is a lot of people just throw everything in and it becomes a stew. Mm -hmm. You know, a stew is a lot different than a gumbo. All right. Yeah. That makes sense. And there's something called a root. I'm just going to throw that out there. Wait, so are you saying that now uh, when people are certain times, people may not understand about making a roux to do their gumbo or whatever? Or they just think, oh, I'll Water just throw Okay, so. <laughs> and even your pot. The type of pot that you use for your roux. You know, cast iron is the way to go, baby. That's that flavor. It's the, it's, there's flavor in cast iron that was dust before you was born. Right. <laughs> like your grandmother flavor was in that cast right. iron pot. You know, so all of that kind of feels that flavor of that roux, which right. it feels the flavor of your gumbo right. itself. You can't just get one of these brand new pots out and wall, decide, wall, oh, hey, I'm, I'm going to make a roux. <laughs> I'm like, no, honey, you just tried to do a do. That was not a roux. Oh, boy. <laughs> so oh boy. The cast iron pots is kill it. Mm -hmm. They distribute that heat evenly. Yeah. And it's just like if you're my, my grandmother, no, nothing tastes the same except for that pot she cooked it in. Nice. It, and yeah. it was very consistent. She knew. She, I don't even think she measured anything. Mm -hmm. You know, my, but it came out consistently the same and great every time. Nice. And I love that. That's when when they, when you telling them what's in your stuff. So how much of that did you put in? Oh, a you know, punch. about that much. Right. You, know, you just like, shake well, it like three times. <laughs> what's <laughs> the difference between a pinch and a punch? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Man, thank you all so much again for being here and for talking about this. We're, the show is not done, believe me. We got an entire hour. and well, We just put our big toe in the water. Uh, Man, exactly. There's a whole lot more. But I want to engage also the community as well. So please feel free. If you have any comments, questions, uh, maybe for any of the artists um, at I'll just say cooking folks up in here. Uh, yeah. Please feel free to give us a call here at the radio station, which is 651-200-3479. Again, that number is 651. Oh, see, look at that. What? Wow. Hold up. And Ooh. if you got food, you I'm can send that too. <laughs> we'll <laughs> taste <laughs> your food for you and tell you if it's authentic. <laughs> Thanks so much for tuning in to the Umbuji Foodie. Hi, caller. Tell us your name and where you're calling from. Oh Lord! <laughs> Good morning, Glow. <laughs> <laughs> I got a serious question, man, for everybody on this show. How come when you go to Lunds or Barley or something like that, how come white folks need to put green onions and celery in everything? I don't understand where did that tradition start. I was like. This Caesar salad uh, pasta would be good. Why does it need green onions in it? Why does it need celery in it? Like, why does it Look, that, green onions? There is a such thing as over garnishing. And, <laughs> and, and, and people don't realize that. You know, I mean, sometimes let the food just speak for itself. They'll throw a throw a garnish the, the parsley all around it the green onions on top and you know it's just you know I, it hey it, it, it yeah it, it changes it definitely you know people don't realize you know food is like a song you know we have our musicians food is like a song each instrument have its own note you know and when you layer all those instruments and you have a beautiful song but if somebody flat it could throw the whole thing off. I don't care if everybody playing right. If, if that one instrument is flat, the whole song is off. So it's like you have all these different notes of flavor and heat and sweetness and, and, and earthiness. And then here it is you want to throw because you just think it, it looks it pretty looks with it. Oh, you well, know, some, but... some dishes you have a little freedom. But then some dishes, man, 
they they were like that. Yeah. Leave them yeah. It's kind of. Right. If it ain't broke, don't fix yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you know, mm. I feel bad about my rocking me. I even asked the dude behind the counter, like, man, there's like ten dishes here, and eight of them got celery. Are y'all mandated? <laughs> Wait, well, you know that celery, that celery bush coming what about damn the 10, 15 little stalks in that bag, and they only have to put a half a stalk in a dish. They just like, well, I, what am I gonna do with this other nine and a half stalks? Right, exactly. <laughs> like, and it's cheap, and it's a, it's, it's a pretty garnish. You, can, you know, you can make it look pretty, so I can see why people would want to do it in in a place somewhere yeah. else. And it's crunchy. They, everybody about texture. You know, oh, I'm going to add a crunchy texture, the celery. No, mm-hmm. don't do that. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to do celery, get some peanut butter. You know, <laughs> dip it. <laughs> eat that yeah. raw. <laughs> <laughs> do, something like, do something like that because is, is, there, a, is there a culinary rule of, <laughs> about putting, putting ingredients in that kind of like once you put that ingredient in, it tastes, it makes everything taste like that ingredient? Yeah, you know what oh, I, mean? like, I feel like, like that about raw, cayenne. Like, also, like, like, like those kind of ingredients, when you put them in anything, it kind of affects how everything tastes, and everything kind of like tastes like it. Well, or it depends on when you put stuff in and when you're cooking too. I've so if that. you start cooking and you put celery in in the beginning, it's gonna have a whole different flavor than if you put all the other stuff and then you stick it on in at the end. Right. So okay. it, it's kind of. Yeah. You know, are they using it for garnish or are they using it for flavor? Yeah. You know, for or both. That makes sense. Yeah. And I've learned that. I'm about to start a boycott, man. Thank y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Join the movement. I'm with you. Join the movement. Join the movement. <laughs> <laughs> Replace the uh, celery with, with undue sausage. <laughs> there you go. Thanks so much, Claude. And if you don't know what that is, Look it up. Good. It starts with an A and ends with a, a ooey. Wow. <laughs> oh my goodness. Lo, thanks so much for your your phone call. I appreciate it. Oh man, that was our station manager, by the way. That's why I automatically knew he's always supportive and everything, and, and calls in every now every now and then, especially when we have some really great guests. So thank you all. Uh, <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh. But just like that, people, please feel free to give us a call. If you have a comment, a suggestion, or something like that, you know, give us a call here at the radio station. I'm here uh, with um, musicians and vocalists, Zena Moses, Jeremy Phipps, um, Gene Harding. Gene, Harding. Gene, I will get your name right, I swear. Just I say promise. the music machine. I'm good. Music machine. All right. Like, I have Gene, some music folks machine. on my feed trying to find out how can they hear. So if you're in New Orleans, go to oh. www.tunein.com and search for W-E-Q-Y. Yes. And you'll be able to hear them live. So, again, that's that's a really great point. Thank you so much. Thank you all so much for asking. Uh, but you could hear, really, I'll say worldwide, but nationwide at least to start off with. I know that I have family members that are in California and they listen to the show. So, you know, every Saturday, again, at 10 o'clock, they just tune in. To, um, they go to the website, www tunein.com and it's a free site so if it's asking for you for any type of credit card or anything pay i won't say don't pay that's if you want to get like without commercials and all of that you know and everything and no advertisements on it just go ahead and search for w-e-k-y you'll be able to listen to the show live just like what you're trying to listen to live on facebook but you listen to it live so you could call in you could call in 
Anyway. Yes, indeed. Anyway. <laughs> okay, I, I, I gotta. We gotta talk about your yakami. Ooh, Please. the yaka man. Oh, the yaka man. The yaka mean. However you want to say it. Whatever make you feel good. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe it's because I, I don't know if the Minnesota um, the dialect has reached me or something. Maybe I'm not saying it right or whatever. I don't oh, know. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Even in New Orleans, okay. we have a tendency of taking words and, 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 and me personally. Having different versions. I have many different versions of words. <laughs> I have I am known for screwing up a word, but hey, that's the beauty of, of, of talking to me. You mm-hmm. know, I make it very colorful. Yeah. But Yakimeen, you know, Yakimeen, <laughs> you know. Yeah, <laughs> it tastes good, though. <laughs> yes, yes. Listen. You know, but it was freezing. It was freezing when we got here, and you know, I knew what I can get my hands on. Right. And Aaron made that phenomenal beef. I called it beef voodoo, but it was um, vindaloo. Oh, vindaloo. that was so <gasps> voodoo. Y'all just don't know this dish was so good. Yeah. Oh my god. It must have been good because we didn't get none. No, you didn't. no, no, no. I was not no. Gonna I was allow t- listen, it. listen. I'm telling you what. It's 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 kind of like an Indian dish. Yeah. yeah, I feel like I just had vindaloo the other day. Oh, it oh was really? So good. I'm telling you. Well, you've been at his home and everything. Anytime something gets cooked, people either uh, they show up and that. the food is gone. <laughs> you know, beef vindaloo. When he makes beef vindaloo, it's gone like within hours of him oh, I had like three it. I had three bowls I'm telling you and I was uncomfortable but I still went in for the third <laughs> I knew it was going fast I wanted to like exactly put me on the side <laughs> but I no 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 that's, but I'm yeah. just thinking about it right now <laughs> that's what I was that's why I was coming back I was like let's get in this yakimi come on now please let's ca- yeah. I mean I'm not asking you to give away no whole secrets or anything oh, oh, like no, that no. but just it's, talk it's, about it talk I'm, about I'm never gonna give everything away like mm. you know I'm but if you would like the audio Bold, please go to my website, <laughs> Zena Moses uh, Instagram. I am Zena Moses, everything Zena Moses. Uh, yeah. put DM me, I hook you up a bowl for a Ooh, small fee, yeah. a 75.95. <laughs> wow. Because you cannot make yakimi in a small pot, it's like gumbo, you cannot do a full court pot of yakimi. Yeah, for three right. people. This is something you build, and it's like a pho. When when they do pho, they do this in Big, massive um, stock yes, pots. Exactly. And this thing will go for like the whole community until it's gone. Got it. You know, and what is left over, the broth that's left over, it will be back in the freezer, you know, until. It can be used for something else. You know, absolutely. Absolutely. So yakimi is very, very similar. Um, you get your cheapest beef. Um, you could go really nice and get like a filet mignon cut if you want, a chuck. That's you not know, what the show is all about. You could do all of that, but go get you some stewed meat. That, <laughs> go get that's why I said, yeah, that's not what the yeah, show is about. Not right meat. now. It's un, it's the, the, un- the, the unbougie. <laughs> if you, you want to be bougie, go ahead and do, put that fancy <laughs> fan. And I'll eat it. I'll eat it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but it's it's uh, get you some stewed meat. Um, get your water. You season your meat. I am. I, I feel like over seasoning in the beginning is gonna save you for under seasoning in the end. You know that's, that's my rule of thumb. So awesome. That you know, you say like so over seasoning. I, I try not to use too much salt in salt, anything. I'm about to say, don't go crazy. Yeah, you don't salt. have okay. to use salt because um, you know, you have like uh your broth and and stuff. All of that's high in sodium. Of I, course. I do love better than bouillon. I love. Can I just say something that needs to be said, please? Mm-hmm. Do not put Tony Sacheres in something oh. and call it 
New Orleans occasion. Oh. Just because you put Tony Sacherets on top oh. of a dish does not make it New Orleans Cajun. Oh. Uh, no, it you know what I'm talking about. That's your secret. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's a great spice. Don't get me wrong. It's great. Yeah. But, you know, when you say seasoning, a lot of people say, oh, well, all the seasoning put together, all I got to do is throw a little of this mm -hmm. in and I'm good to go. Right. No. Nah, I try to create my own seasoning. I don't even really use tonic saturates and salt and stuff like that. I mean, you have so many different herbs, cumin and and chili powders and, and different types of chili. You, I mean, you know, we just did the ghost pepper chili powder. So the right. cayenne is a little bit cayenne-ish, mm. you know, on top of that. <laughs> you know, you, you just have all these different type of flavors. <coughs> um, I, I love Italian seasons, oreganos and, and basils and rosemaries and all that kind of stuff. I love that stuff. For us getting the salt, you know, I, I like using my vegetables. You know, I, I cook with fresh vegetables saute them up very good and when that caramelization happens oh that's that's, that's the, the flavor you want pickle, exactly yeah yeah that's what, <coughs> that's what they use a lot of salt out the the, the meat yeah the pickled pork meat or whatever and i that's, don't do pork yeah well so i, I some people can use the red pork. beans don't have no pork in it and they, or they beef. can tell you can thing. use beef too or whatever yeah. but the turkey the meat Turkey neck, turkey yeah, neck, the turkey knock, turkey, the turkey, turkey knock. Yeah, you, you you season up your meat really good. Brown that, brown your vegetables. The holy trinity, I use that in majority of my dishes. My onions, bell peppers, <coughs> and garlic. You know, that's pretty much my everything, pretty much across the board. Um, and you know, saute everything. Um, get, fill your pot up with your water and let it just cook down. Add your bouillon, better than bouillon, or um, if you have any broth that's frozen in the freezer, chicken broth mm -hmm. or beef broth, throw it in there. You know, why not? Throw it in there. It's not going to hurt it. Right. You know, the beef, the flavor of the beef and the seasoning is going to kind of bind with each other. And then you have to boil those eggs. Mm. It's all about mm. the egg and the green onions. You know, you add, I add a lot of green onions. Yep. Don't judge me. Uh, <laughs> put the green onions in there. But, but this is the green onion dish. Beef and green onions go hand in hand. That's, that's just a flavor that I just love those two together. They, they should be married. They should hold each other hand and walk together in my mouth <laughs> so you have so you cook your green onions down with everything and you boil your eggs and then after everything is done you have your spaghettis you put that out um you fill your you know fill your bowl up with the broth and the beef and then you with a garnish of the fresh green onions on yeah. top with your egg i like extra eggs and extra green onions and some hot sauce whether it's sriracha louisiana tabasco whatever Whatever your palate, you know. Can handle. Yes, whatever you Hopefully can handle. Hopefully not the end. Mm, not, see, yeah. I came here and, and I was eating something. I was like, I just need a little hot sauce. And my friend, you know, everyone who was staying with, everyone said, you know what? I got a bunch of hot sauces in the, in the, you know, in the refrigerator. I said, well, look, I don't want the hot sauce that come in a small bottle that have one word like yeah. death on it. I don't want that one. And when he went in the refrigerator, he pulled out a small bottle that had the end. And I was like, that's the one that, that's what I'm talking about. I knew you would have a small bottle with something that said it was yeah, final. Don't want it's that final. One. Your last hot sauce you're yes. going to ever taste. Oh, the last anything you're going to taste. That, that's going to burn your palate. Oh, Jesus. Gosh. But, um, but yeah, I, I had, it, it was delicious. It came out really good. Now, I ended up adding carrots to it because since I'm here, my son is really enjoying this embrace of gardening because it seemed like everyone's gardening here and have something they're growing. So he's loving, you know, the carrots. I was like, okay, let me chop this up <coughs> and throw that in there. 
you know, and carrots kind of give it like a different sweet tinge to it, you know, so it, it worked, you know, it worked. But um, New Orleans don't judge me. I know we don't put no carrots in our yakimi. <laughs> Do not judge me. Okay, I don't want to come home and y'all revoke my New Orleans cook oh, card. Oh, no, you don't do that. Yeah, just been <laughs> oh, you went up none and told them people put carrots in. <laughs> like, no, no, don't do that. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, thanks so much for that, because I think people really need to come to understand about, uh, I was looking online, it said, <coughs> a, a New Orleans... They described it, I think, as a New Orleans type of uh, or whatever. That's just yeah. the word that they that that's just the terminology or phrase that they yeah. use. I'm not saying that that's specifically what it was or what it is or how it should be described, but that's just, I guess, how people and that's kind of weird it. to say a New Orleans fuck when fuzz is fuzz and fuzz is in New Orleans. Right. So it's not yeah. like fuzz not there. Right. And now we have Yakimin to replace it. No fuzz is there. Of course. You know, we have a major. You know, Vietnamese community, you know, after after the war, a lot of people came and, and, and settled stayed, down mm-hmm. in New Orleans exactly. and, and started family. A, a really underrated thing about New Orleans is that we have a, a huge Vietnamese food. Yeah. Like we have a lot of Vietnamese people and we have like a lot of good Vietnamese spots in New Orleans. Yeah. And it's, and it's the village. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, you go to the East, it's a whole, it's Vietnam right there. You know, it's Vietnam in the East. You know, they don't even have nothing. Everything is in ping language. You know, uh, nothing's in English. Have you been to the bakery place? That's where they have the good uh, they, they king have, cake. They, they have the king cake. Yeah. The if line you, was wrapped around the building. Order it online. Like, do whatever you need to do to get this because it's going to change your life. I haven't <laughs> had it yet. The king cake? People yeah. was talking about it to me for, like, um, for years <coughs> since I was mm-hmm. younger. But then one day... I lost my phone, dropped my phone, um, it broke, and then I just walked. Like many days. Yeah. <laughs> so, and it was Mardi Gras, it was like the day before Mardi Gras, and I, and I was locked out of my house too. This is, a, this is a long story we talking about, but I was locked out of my house, and my phone broke. So Welcome to I was, Yeah. And this is, the, this is the day of Mardi Gras, Zulu just passed, and I was just like, man, I got two choices. I can just sit... Um, at this house and just wait on my roommate to come, which I have no idea when he's going to come. It's Mardi Gras day. So, or I could just walk to the French quarters with no phone, unshowered, like just, 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 get just lost. make something get lost, of the day. Get lost but in anyway, the madness. <laughs> so what did you I, decide? So I, I, walk, I went to walk to the French quarter and on the way, like I saw this woman selling daiquiri. So I was like, oh, why not just buy a daiquiri? Yeah. Strawberry daiquiri. Took it on the street and walked up the street. Kept walking because you can drink in um, in New Orleans and walk. And oh wait, oh wait. And daiquiris. How do? Why would you? Daiquiris is like an alcoholic smoothie. It's like it's like a frozen margarita, but it's different on so many levels. More flavors, more alcohol, different flavors, and. Yeah, it's and you can drive through and get them too. By the way, in New Orleans, it's a drive-through daiquiri. Drive-through daiquiri. Yeah, <laughs> don't you put that straw in that top. I need to hear the rest of the story. Yeah. <laughs> what happened? Did you the, make the it? end of this kind of <laughs> unclimactic? So I, went, I walked through French quarters, and um, and I ran into a friend of mine, and then he find like for the first time in my life, like he he gave me because he had just. Like boxes on boxes from this place. What was the place called? It's in it? New Orleans East. Yeah. Um, 
it's an Asian, it's, it's a Vietnamese, yeah, song. Dong something, you know, but you know, I don't like to say Dong. I think dong it's called Dong Fong. I'm, I'm sorry, sure. sorry, but. <laughs> 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 this place is called Dong Fong, but anyway, so I've had king cake like all my like life, and king cake is amazing. You get the baby, it tastes good, it's amazing, but. When I had this last, this was like last year for the first time. It was life changing. Yeah, this wasn't you just breathe different. Cake. You just yeah. like what? my life is. What? Why nobody told me this, like, y'all? This, this <laughs> this I'm gonna explain to you. First of all, a lot of people might not know what a king cake is. Oh yeah. Like during oh, yeah, the Mardi yeah, yeah. Sorry, mm-hmm. sorry, yeah, During the Mardi Gras season, they make this cake, and it's a a giant oval cake. It looks like a huge, huge donut. With all kind of ice in every square, like every basically two inches, is a color of icing. It might be purple, it oh, might be gold, green, green, gold, oh, okay. and those are the colors of Mardi Gras, right, yellow, green, exactly. and go, and it goes around. And also stuffed in that ring somewhere is a baby, and whoever, a little the plastic baby, baby. They have to buy so the you next cut it. Cake. Yeah, wow. Okay, and, and it's a big thing in schools and kids. It's, it's only during the Mardi Gras season. Okay, and don't choke on the baby. Yeah, yeah don't choke. Well, they don't they, even they, put they, them yeah, in anymore. They stop putting them in now. They stop you putting know, them in like because people would eat them. Or people would try to swallow them because they didn't want nobody to know yeah, they got the baby. Yeah, they got the baby. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they it's almost like that that brings that that French influence because that pastry was kind of a French thing, but yeah, yeah. the but the Vietnamese. Yeah, you can't touch level. the Vietnamese baking skills. <laughs> no, Their no, bakeries no. are. Nah. They got it on lock. They got a lot of stuff on lock right now, <laughs> especially with New Orleans food like the. Yeah, they even got accents. If you talk to them, if you go to a restaurant and they have like a New, it's like a black New Orleans mixed with Vietnamese accent. It'll trip you out. That's worth the yeah. trip alone. What's happening, baby? <laughs> like, what's, what's happening? What you want, my baby? Like, <laughs> I, like, I wish I could do it in pressure, but it's going to come out real, <laughs> real, real, real questionable. <laughs> <laughs> this is a family. Yeah, keep that. Taste it. It's like no other. Yeah, and, my, it's, and it's like cinnamon. It's it's cinnamon and sugar within the dough. They fold the dough and then braid it. And when they braid it in a, and they braid it, and as they braid it, they put it, shape it into this oval shape, and they bake it. And then they come with their icing and those sugars. And it's like a, it's like a it's sugar. It's like a powdery. It's, yeah. But it's a, it's a crystally, it's, yeah, crystally like sugar. Like, yeah, like the, the, the crystals, like it crystallized a little bit. And then okay. they crumbled it up. Oh, it's wow, delicious. Okay. It's, it's delicious. <coughs> you get it with a nice cup of cold milk or coffee or, mm-hmm. oh. Hot chocolate. Oh, oh. my God. Yeah, y'all making me warm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not allowed to have coffee. Uh, oh, That's no, you should not. I'm too hyped. Yeah, oh, yeah. Boy. Gene should not ever have coffee. I got but, a question. Yeah. Where's the food in here? I yeah, yeah, how is it? The unfood, yeah, the food. Yeah, the food with no food. Here, Look, all so, all, all, yeah, Listen. all you restaurants and, and chefs and people, you know, and it don't have to be a chef because it's the beauty of New Orleans. You know, I'm not a licensed chef. I've never been trained, but we cook out of love and we do what we do out of love. And we want to just share what we have with any and everybody. So with that being said, please come on down to the radio station and feed <laughs> three hungry New Orleanians. Oh, my goodness. We haven't eaten since we left New Orleans. We're so hungry. <laughs> so hungry. <laughs> <laughs> oh man 
okay, that to that point, yes, I understand that there is no food of anything. There's <laughs> not. I apologize. Well, you guys are in luck. You know, I'm going to be doing the gumbo tomorrow. Gumbo? Yeah. You're going to have everybody in the city here. I know. Yeah. 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 Well, not here, but no, I'm not going to tell them where. <laughs> yeah, I could find us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, hey, you know. Okay, so we're gonna go we're gonna get back on the subject of more new orleans but we i don't think i know i haven't talked about it which i was very embarrassed that i did not i'm gonna say four words bonchong korean chicken. Oh! <laughs> oh my heart just opened and, and angels and doves came out oh my god <laughs> that oh, you had it we we gonna eat bonchon. Uh, you haven't had it yet. Man. Gene came late, bon so that means bon I, I, I've had it three bon times. Explain this to me. It's fried. Bonchon is a fried Korean chicken chain. Yes, it is phenomenal. It almost has the same crust as Willie Mays, but the flavor is not as you know no shot. No, it's not as salty as Willie Mays, <laughs> you know, but the consistency. So I don't know if it's a buttermilk. Um, I don't know what they use to I get that. Go I gotta go check this out. And they, and they have a it's a spicy, um, the spicy Korean sauce, and then there's a gar uh not a soy garlic I believe a soy ginger sauce. That one's good too. But the spicy one is like as you go in to bite it, you can inhale the ghost pepper. Like you you could you could smell the tinge of ghost pepper, but you don't know what this other stuff is busting in your mouth, and you feel like you're gonna have to stop. And but after three bites, you continue what? to go because <laughs> no, it's busting. He's like, "Let's go, let's go now." <laughs> oh, he's going to Bone Town, ladies and gentlemen. He just walked out the studio. He is a, he's a freak. Oh my god, <laughs> I love it. But it's delicious. Oh Can, the my goodness, was phenomenal. Everything about that place was absolute. I went and ate it three days. The first week I was here, three days, three days. Oh, okay, so first off, they've had a soft opening or are having a soft opening. It's located at 1414 West Lake Street in Minneapolis. And I'll meet you there <laughs> and beat you there. <laughs> uh, but looking, when you look at the different items that are on the menu and everything, it's just kind of like, why haven't we, why hasn't this yes. place ever been here before? And I'm yeah, looking for lives. investors to assist me in bringing Bring. one to New Orleans. <laughs> Please, I would love to go oh, in and uh, let's go and have yeah. Eddie. You think so? Yeah. Oh, that would make a kill. Uh, where did Gene go? He's going to Bonchon. He, he oh, like, Lord. like I, you know, he's, he'll be back with some Korean fried chicken. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, anyway, while we're waiting for Gene to get back, which Wait. that's not a problem. Can, can we talk about the Nook? Because oh, I've yes. been hearing I'm, all about it. Okay. Yes, what is the and, and I'm what? a and I'm a big Juicy Lucy fan. I learned about Juicy Lucy's, believe it or not, in my textbook in high school. They said that Minneapolis was known for its Juicy Lucy's. And then I came out here and and people were like, known for the Juicy Lucy's? Who said that? <laughs> That's not at Look. all. Look, <laughs> okay, so I'm just going to, I don't normally, I will just say, I don't normally go by these ratings and everything that, you know, like Google reviews or whatever, 4.6, 4.5, whatever. This here says 4.6 for the Nook. I 
will agree. <laughs> I'm just, I think I, I like the atmosphere. I like the food. I like the different versions of the juicy looses that they offer. Mm-hmm. And they are juicy. I mean, Ooh. really good. If y'all li- listening, I will be there today. Yes, we yeah. will. And if you want to take care of the bill and show some hospitality. Hey. <laughs> also, if you know about some other restaurants, we're going to be here for a long time. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, there's an opportunity to find out so much more. All you got to do is listen to my show. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody call in. Uh, no, right? Exactly. Remember, remember, folks, that you know this, re- this really is a show, even though it is a food show, and it's me sharing my experiences and having wonderful guests as these three today. It really is a show for you as well. I mean... I really want to engage you and encourage you to, you know, if you have or have had an experience or food experience that you'd like to share and talk about, please do so. Give us a call here at the radio station, 651-200-3479. Again, 651-200-3479. Um, Somebody uh, told me sing, sing your recipe. <laughs> <laughs> I will not sing the recipe. I will not. Say not unless it's for a fee. Yeah, it's not for a small fee. You know, I actually, I'm thinking about opening up a restaurant down here, and, and I definitely, you know, yeah. I have not seen Wait, or experienced that. That yeah, I'm I'm there. I've been thinking about it for about a year now. Where I want to go, and I don't see enough of what I do here. So I would like to possibly, you know, it's just, it's just uh, I know it's, it's just, a vision. It's, it's just, a vision. There's it's nothing vision. wrong with having that it's speaking out to the universe or talking about it and everything, nothing at all, nothing at all. But it's just, you know, I, people get excited when they start to hear certain things, people talking about certain things and about what they want to do. The buzz going. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, what? She's and doing And then they what? run with it before well, you know doing? somebody else no. done found me a building. I'm like, what? No. I'm not ready. I'm no. not ready. <laughs> no. No. But we, but we didn't even say why we were here. They just Because I don't want y'all to think we'd move in here. We're not here. Because we're not, we not ready well, to adjust to this. I know. <laughs> but we were talking about so many different stuff and everything. It's yeah. like, you know, we we were just talking about Bonshot and all of a sudden Jeremy went to the nook and I'm like okay we gotta switch gears <laughs> I, I know it's my show and i got control don't worry it's just we're excited about uh, i'm excited about having them here they're excited about talking about the different types of foods and so forth and of course i'm not really helping when i just throw stuff th- throw something out like bonchon <laughs> and then it's, that's makes us go left i think everything. bonchon chicken would taste so good with them red beans and this is the end of the show <laughs> we're gonna get bones on the red beans <laughs> wait 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 that will be the i am so sorry popeyes who <laughs> like who pop eyes who imagine at least, you know like a what a 10 piece or mm-hmm. what's the next one i think there was a five a ten and a and, and 20 then it was piece a 20, or something yeah. like that with that red bean. a 10 piece white a small cold drink a red beans and biscuit and small fries okay i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> i'm telling you she's not lying about bonshan i mean i know we talked we already gave the address and everything again that's 1414 uh, West Lake Street. Um, yeah, make sure y'all are getting a chance to go there. If you're not, uh, well, sorry. <laughs> More I mean, for just, us. Yeah, they, they just opened, us. so I'm sure they're going to be a successful, you know, restaurant. They're going to, because I mean, the the soft opening, it was an hour wait, it, and and nobody was saying, nobody oh, was we mad. not going, nobody was, we fussing. not going to wait. No, and it was cold. It, it, look, it was cold, and we said we just going to go ahead and wait out, wait out here in this in little alley that they might be able to cut this wind <laughs> a little bit until they call. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, but 
again, it was delicious. You know, that's out there. We talked about the Nook. If you're interested in knowing where the Nook is, if you're not familiar, I'm sorry. If you're a Minnesotan person, you definitely, or specifically Minneapolis and or the Twin Cities, you know exactly where the Nook is. But I, for those that might be visiting, for our guests that are in the the station with us, it's located at 492 Hamlin Avenue South. Uh, that's in St. Paul, five five one one six. Make sure you go. Absolutely. I mean, are, are we planning to go? Is that what our plan is? I'm, I'm about that Afterwards, life. We, what, we're not going there. Is no, we're you? going. We're oh. going. We're talking about food we, for four to five minutes. Look, you're you're the host. We have to go to the nook. <laughs> where you want to host us? <laughs> like, where you want to host us? What you want to bring us? We're well, going to the nook. We're we going, going to the, the nook. nook at 11 a.m. when it opens. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fine because you know we we could do that. We could do we. we I thought we were planning to do that. I was like, yes, okay, yes, and then yes. we'll move our way back towards that way because I know I have to take you back over on that side of town. So I'm like, I was planning to. Go with that direction, and, and if so. there's any other Minneapolis or St. Paul restaurants that would love yeah, to get any advertisement, and, and you want it. us to come and check out your food, please call the radio station. Wes will go ahead and get us, and we'll we'll all get there and eat, and then we'll come on the show and talk about how good it was, and get other people to come, you know, for a small fee. <laughs> now, we're gonna, but, uh, <laughs> now we're gonna be honest, though. Uh, well, that's true. That's and that's yeah, fine. That's that's policy. definitely true. I like to eat. Uh, hey, you know. <laughs> But to your point, I have to we have to talk about why you all are here, because um, this is not like an ulterior motive. Y'all believe me, Uh, I am very proud and honored to actually be working with these group of folks because um, I work now for an organization, a nonprofit organization that really focuses on um, changing people's or challenging people's uh, perceptions on um people with disabilities and you're probably thinking okay well what does that really mean there are artists wonderful artists mm-hmm. whether it be visual artists or performing artists or like actors and so forth that you would not even think what disability they don't have a disability yeah. these are so able-bodied mm-hmm. their minds are so smart and so talented and everything and it's like i can't i can't speak highly enough and i know that uh, it sounds like i'm tooting on horn for the company but even before prior to even being involved with the company just looking at going to one of their uh, events and one of their productions i was just really taken aback by their talent their dedication their commitment um to their roles to their mm-hmm. their tasks and everything so yeah it's just i'm really I i'm happy about that yeah really exactly because any limitations were generally put on by me not them and so you know i put limitations on people because of my perception what i thought a disability meant and what I found out was that that's not that was me. It wasn't them because it's dang sure some of them people act me under the table. They can act and I mean do all kind of things. I was like, wow, you know. I was just like in awe, really. No, exactly. When I came down here, and I'm I'm glad, so glad to be a part of it. So, all of these musicians are here because they are in this production at the Guthrie that is being presented by Interact Center uh, for the Visual and Performing Arts. Um, again, this nonprofit organization, they are really doing their utmost in showing the 
that every person, no matter what type of ability, physical, mental, whatever, has the opportunity to do something wonderful mm -hmm. um, in this society, in our community, and <clears throat> truly be appreciated um, for it. Um, they are, there's a, the production is called Hot Funky Butt Jazz, uh, and it talks about the story of um, artists that were in the 1900, or 1910, or early 1900s, I'll put it that way, um, the Jim Crow era, and specifically um, dealing with racism and very in a small there's not enough time within the production itself oh, to tell about goodness. Buddy Bolden and yeah. Louis Armstrong and all of the individuals that were in the this district that they yeah. referred to as Storyville yeah. uh, and this is going to be a wonderful production and I really encourage all of you um, out in the community to definitely have an opportunity to come and visit the, the Guthrie um, you could definitely go to the Guthrie website to find out specifically how much the tickets are, mm -hmm. um, but also find out about Interact. <clears throat> uh, so visit interactcenter.org uh, and it will tell you more about the organization, about the different actors and, and visual artists that um, are there and their talents, um, and just come out and show your support. Um, Zena, want to share? Yeah, one of the, the biggest porn? things about New Orleans is our culture. Um, the culture being from the food, the music, the history, the you know the the architect of the city, and this this production kind of boils everything down. And 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 I'm I'm I can't understand how it's only an hour and fifteen right. minutes, you know. But it it you know there's parts you're seeing how the markets w was in that time yeah. period, how the people and as musicians now it also still resonates heavily the things that we're dealing with in New Orleans right now. You know a lot of musicians aren't able to really make a living, you know, for multiple reasons. You know, so they go elsewhere to do it. But the the soul of the city is what drew everyone to the exactly. city. You know, so if, if you're curious about the culture of New Orleans and, you know, not just about the past and the history, but also what's happening now, exactly. you must come check this out. Um, Buddy Bolton was a musician um, that created this thing we call jazz right now. You know, and it's a name that's that's slept on. People don't have any idea who he is. Um, he ended up going into an insane asylum. And then what we people thought is that the music was going to be lost. But youngsters watching him and hearing this sound picked up this sound. And that's the beauty of how how <coughs> how culture is, is, is handed down, which was something heavy in New Orleans. You know, people was teaching... The, their youth, their generations, the kids that was coming behind them, their grandkids, their nephew, they was giving them trumpets at two years old, one years old. They learned how to play drums, you know, immediately. You know, and, and it's something that, you know, you wouldn't think, you know, it, it's a huge issue, you know, and when there's a lag thereof, you know, you start really seeing that you start losing or watering down with the original culture of the Indians, the second line clubs. Mm. You know, the, the second line clubs was originally set up for, for black people to be able to help, you know, each other with, you know, rent, um, mm. funerals, mm. you know, um, in, insurance policies and stuff like that. So when something, somebody lose someone, you know, most funeral homes back then wouldn't bury a black or African-American person. Lord, I'm going to tell you, back mm -hmm. then they had this thing, they called them penny policies. If you're mm -hmm. older, you know about them. And it was, go uh, it was designed to come at 
the the lower income communities mm -hmm. and and it basically was to bury your dead mm -hmm. but then the policies never paid off if anybody who's did any research they you to try to get it pay off so they called started these social pleasure and aid clubs and so if somebody died in your family you know they put together and and do it and that <coughs> and then they would also have the 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 they would have put on the second line and the yeah, second line yeah. would be you would have the first line. Well, uh, you would yeah, have yeah. the the carriage with all of the the funeral, the, the, the yeah, no, with the um the body. Okay. The body first. The first line is the family. Okay. The family was directly behind it. The musicians were the second line. Got it. And that's where the term yeah. second line came from. And so now, and so those social aid and pleasure clubs still exist, but now it's more. Of a, a social, a social, mm -hmm. then the a social aid. pleasure. Yeah, instead of the aid, the aid kind of left because people, you know, it's a but lot but better. a lot of social, uh, social aid and pleasure clubs, they do do a they lot do of stuff, stuff in the, the community. It's yeah. just not as, um, how it was like Treme being the first African American community, a city, mm -hmm. you know, you know, yeah, they own, it, own it, any property, yeah, and that was they took care of each other. They were self sufficient on each other. You know, so, you know, now we, you know, we living in the age right now that people are going out their communities to try to find self-sufficiency, you know, which is kind of kicking us in the butt one way or another, you know, but it is what it is. But we just come check out the play. You're yes, going to enjoy please. it. Um, the music is phenomenal. The actors are working hard. And it's, it's just, it's an emotional play. You're going to go on an emotional roller coaster. You're going to laugh. You're going to cry. And you're going to second line. So come with some comfortable shoes. Definitely. <laughs> on that note. Gosh, you guys, honestly, this has been truly a pleasure to have all of you here. Um, I, I want to thank you for just joining me for just the food portion and definitely about explaining more about, you know, the production, about Second Line and whatnot. Um, and just the importance of it for a culture mm -hmm. and for people to know about um, New, New Orleans and more about your own culture period yeah. too so come on down come right? on down to nola the top of the mississippi to the bottom y'all come on down man this has been a really wonderful experience thank you all so much for being here you know check me out every saturday at 10 a.m right here on weqi uh, remember as i end every show i want to encourage you never to let anyone tell you what type of food you be because really it is all about the food until next time peace can we come back? <laughs> <laughs>